Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for Health Aid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst quenching. Uh, great for your gut health. Health Aid Kombucha comes in many flavors. Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic. A great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals. It made your tummy feel good. That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum-tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 251, episode one of Dear Daily Zeitgeist! Yay, production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. 822. Hey, put on your tutus because it's time to eat a tutu on 822. It's World Plant Milk Day. Oh, okay. I think that means non uh, animal, animal based milks, hopefully. National Surgical Oncologist Day. Shout out, oncologist. Fuck cancer. Uh, never been better. Okay, see, now we're getting into fucking puns. Yeah. Never been better day. Just a day about, for that pun. Let me, that let me, I've stick. never heard before. Let me stick to the good ones. National Bow Day. Okay, if you fuck with bow? that. And also Tooth Fairy Day. Bow as in bow over to show respect the, the the like the chinese baked oh got it yeah 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 and the tooth fairy which just made its first visit to our household oh shit very recently my six-year-old lost his tooth while we were reading a story about the tooth fairy so it's pretty crazy i was just watching the day shift on the other day to celebrate 818 day and oh, credit nice. to that film because it is so valley centric. Like the first five minutes is showing like everywhere I've been kicked out of as a <laughs> Is it good? Then, it's fun. It's like it's it's like sloppy. You know, it's just, it's like yeah. it feels like an eighties film about a dude that who's a pool cleaner important. and hunts vampires and he's trying to do one last job. 
is basically the premise of it. But in that one, he sells vampire teeth. And I was just about to ask you, what's the what's the going rate for a, a tooth with the tooth fairy? What's the market? I only had tens in my wallet. Oh, shit. So I was like, all right, so here's the deal. For the first tooth, <laughs> you get $10. But after that, it's three. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of like those like long-term Major League Baseball deals? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, like, like, it's a you, lot of money. but This like, is your signing bonus. Right, right. <laughs> it comes out the wash. very appreciates your business. <laughs> but yeah, that, it's fun, man. That's the... Parenthood is fun, I gotta say. Oh, okay. Anyways, my name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Keto's just another word for mac and cheesy bowl. Uh, <laughs> that is just courtesy of conversation I saw Miles having on Twitter with somebody getting mad that we were shitting on their mac and cheese bowl. Well, no, saying, it wasn't that. It was the key that all these bowls are part of the keto wave. Right. And then, yeah, but yeah. that's why I was like, but that KFC, and they were like, yeah, yeah, fuck that. That ain't, that ain't right. And I was like, right. Okay. okay. We, we yeah, found yeah. common ground because I yeah. am subbing a tub for infinite life is my medical okay. philosophy. <laughs> Anyways, I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Cut feds into pieces. They raided my dad's resort. Damn I'm it. so mad. Damn I'm it. seething, can't Damn take it. a break from my co-fueled screaming. Okay, shout out to Hentron on the Discord. Yeah, Hentron. Jr., little upset. <laughs> Clearly just... And the FBI. Like, when you speak in that part of your throat, you are... There's no other way except to say you're fucked up. Just ramped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part of the, your throat and moving at like 1.5 speed yeah. of a normal human being. I think it's physical. Like you can only access that part of your like vocal range if you are fucked up, right? Like because other other versions, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's also <laughs> fucked up voice, and that's like all back here. That's not your normal voice. Or and the singer, that's <laughs> like letting air out of a woo, woo. flying, yeah, flying. Well, Miles, flying, huh? <laughs> we're thrilled to be joined. That that song is way too chill for me. We're thrilled <laughs> to be joined in our third seat once again yes. by a brilliant and talented political strategist, storyteller, yes. artist who yes. writes and has performed her poetry on stages everywhere, including a venue called the White House. What? Please welcome him, Taz Ahmed. <laughs> hey! What's up, Taz? Welcome. So welcome. excited to be here. Y'all have a lot of energy this morning. Yeah. yeah, we are recording to. this on a Friday. I gotta, I gotta like catch up. Yeah, we're caffeine. at the finish line. That's, yeah, this is where I'm like, ah, this yeah. is <laughs> just take a big gulp of cold brew that I almost gag on. That's and then it's the starting. weekend. Yeah, I'm drinking my regular big cup of coffee that I put a little bit of cold water in right, right ahead of it, so I can just really <laughs> gulp it. Oh so I, shit! So I don't have to worry about sipping. You know, I can really get down on that shit. I feel like that's a dad hack, you know, like hot soup and then you put an ice cube in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I remember <laughs> being a kid and being so mad because I thought, well, the ice cubes are in there. The temperature should go down immediately. Yeah. And then take a spoonful from the bottom of the bowl, nowhere near the ice cube <laughs> and just burn <laughs> right. my mouth. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? What the fuck? <laughs> Getting mad at your soup. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, you know, still to this day, I get mad at soups. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually a problem mm-hmm. something we've talked about before yeah. off mic but that i'm glad your episode when we were talking about best soups we had to cut a lot out oh of my god i damn near lost my shit yeah 
some words that I've never heard you say before. But... And definitely some words I can't unsay either. And yeah. I appreciate you being a bigger man. Anyways, Tess, how are you doing? Where are you, where are you coming to us from? I'm in L.A. I'm doing right. okay. I'm leaving town for like six weeks. I got a residency Amazing. in Joshua Tree. Oh, so Amazing. Attempt writing a book in six weeks. So we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm a little apprehensive. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to get out there and, the, you know, just kind of be immersed in nothing. Tell That's the aliens dope. I say hello. Yeah. I will. When you get out there. Do you know where you're staying? Yeah, I'm actually. Put, like uh, the address. <laughs> yeah, like, could you give us an exact I'll tell you, address? And I'll then... tell you the residency. I'm really excited about the residency. It's called the Joshua Tree Highland Arts Residency. Okay, And cool. they put up artists throughout the year to work on different projects. I got really into residencies in the past couple of years. So it's a place for artists, you know, to go and, like, work on their projects. So yeah, thrilled. So do you have a kernel or an inkling of what you're going to be writing? Or, do you, like, or you just kind of see, like, where the experience takes you? I'm going to be working on a collection of creative nonfiction essays. And my hope is that I've been writing so much on the Internet for the past, you know, decade that I can, like, take some of the things that I've written and turn right. them into something. Literature. Yeah. 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 Something in a book form. Okay. There you go. I like that. I like that. Well, congratulations. Good luck. Ma uh, Joshua Tree is a magical place. And, uh. I'm excited for you. Have you Thanks. have you ever been to the Integratron? Oh, no, man, I haven't. The energy been to the up there is fucking crazy, man. <laughs> I need uh, to go. I I stayed at in Yucca Valley once, uh, really close to there, and that's like it's right next to the big rock where the aliens came, and there's like right. this like massive shootout in the cave underneath the big rock. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. That desert is weird. Desert is weird, and it looks like it's on another planet. It's a great it's a great place. Everybody who's Going to Southern California ought to, ought to make a pit stop for a couple of days in Joshua Tree because you will yeah. feel like you're on another planet. Especially the, the stillness, too. I heard that locals really don't want people to come in because they've, like, hiked up all the housing prices. Oh, yeah. No, it's yeah. It, the pandemic, it completely changed that area, too, because you had a lot yeah. of people flee L.A. And they're like, wow, the housing market's way different. And yes, like anywhere. Yeah, yeah causing a bit of tension i'm good with hawaiians telling me not to come to hawaii yeah. i'm not a, i don't i don't give a fuck about joshua Treans. they all voted for trump they can go fuck themselves would be my guess i actually don't know but it's, well that's, that's what's wild it's an odd mix right because you do have yeah. communities of very like forward-thinking artists then you have your like legit like kind of riverside county desert yeah. people san right. bernardino vibes that's the thing man it's a little bit of everything out there a little bit every you go out there you see somebody you see a lot of trucks with trump flags let alone trump bumper stickers yeah i feel yeah, like. yeah, yeah. we'll I see mean, how it goes look, look second you leave uh any major yeah, don't scare me from going out there if i now i'm gonna be like no, oh, there's, be, <laughs> no, there's plenty of aliens. normies out there and by normies i mean really strange people looking for aliens <laughs> But yeah, I'm anyways. down with that. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, normal folk like us. Normal folks, yeah. <laughs> Alien hunters. Exactly. All right. We're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of the a couple of the the, the things mm -hmm. that we're talking about today. We are talking about one of the possible scenarios of why Trump was hanging on to them secret documents. We're gonna talk. Continue to just check in with the vibes around the raid on Mar-a-Lago and just what it all means, all of that, plenty more. But first, as we like to ask our guests, what is something from 
your search history. Okay, I was really excited for this question this week because I did a radical history timeline workshop for a community. And it's a workshop that I've done in the past. And I've been looking up, I've been basically going into the Los Angeles newspaper archives, looking up different words like Hindu and Indian and Haji, just to see what's out there. And I discovered that there is a, there was a, like a Syrian circus troupe from the turn of the century, or maybe, maybe it was like the 1920s, 1930s. No, I think it was the 1900s. 1895, yeah. 1895. There we go. I'm, I and, just did the search that you just oh, <laughs> put in the doc. That's what I'm, in not, the doc, I'm not like independently familiar with this. Yeah, I was so like, I yeah. <laughs> 1895. Go on, go on. But, yeah. but look at that like picture in there. It's like all these it's like so Arab circus folks and this was a part of american history we literally had arab circus folks in you know 1908 yeah yeah so it was like starting in the late 19th century into the early 20th century who is bob Kerr? right it was probably some guy named bob but they're like we need to name it make it arab sounding so we're gonna add then all just in true like old-timey fashion bob Kerr's arabs right come see them yeah. And like, why has no one made a movie about this? Like, I feel like, like, yeah, they're called, if you look at this article, it's called the Jabour Carnival and the Circus Company. And then they called it like the Oriental Carnival. Like, yo, this right. is like a great movie right here. Yeah. Oh, they actually just made that movie. It's called, uh, what's that? Midnight Alley. But then they just recast it as all white people. Well, what's the, uh, Wait, what's that? <laughs> fuck, I'm not, uh, the, this joke failed on many levels. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Come on, man. Night Alley. Nightmare Alley was what I was thinking Ooh. of. Anyways, that was a movie that came out about the carnival, but it stars Bradley Cooper. Of course. Anyways. Ah, B. Cooper. This is dope. What? What? So you just kind of have access to the newspaper archive? Does everybody have access to that? Or is that like a subscription service? No, I think everyone does have access to it. It was the archive I was looking up was I think it was uh, UC Riverside's archive, which is accessible. Mm-hmm. And then I was yeah. also, I have access, I was a USC fellow this past year, so I have access to USC's library right now. Oh, okay. I mean, that's pretty cool. I'm happy for you, cool. uh, you know, even though I'm a Bruin. But yes, I appreciate that for you. I love Listen, that. I'm also a Bruin. I'm just like an LA Bruin. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. Look, it, it's it's interchangeable. <laughs> Once you get popping like you are, I get it. You can't stay can't stay. <laughs> you gotta do brand. both. Yeah, when you're yeah. like a local. For sure. All those rich parents spending money to get their kids into the into the school oh, actually so buys some buys some really nice libraries. So that's yeah. We got a lot of books. We lot, gotta take lot advantage of, nice of that. Libraries. Oh exactly. yeah. Oh, and the and the fences around the campus. <laughs> oh. I mean, you could barely hop those shits. <laughs> the <laughs> finest. No matter how desperate you might be. What is something you think is overrated? What is overrated? Yeah, uh, I know like your listeners are going to hate this, but I, I kind of want to say the Marvel movies. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's going to no? necessarily furious. ruffle feathers. It's I'm a pretty... furious right now, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, make your case. Okay, I just watched Ms. Marvel, which I mm-hmm. loved. Kamala Khan, you know, first Muslim superhero. It just came out. This narrative was so good, and I got curious. I was like, what is this? What is 
all these other Marvel references. So I have been binging Marvel from Iron Man. I made it through. I'm at WandaVision now. I've watched oh, a shit. lot of freaking wow. Marvel things in the okay. past, like, two months. I I, st- I don't, it's like, it's also, like, a little bit too intense to watch that much Marvel movies in, like, a span <laughs> of, like, two months. <laughs> right. I got <laughs> so there's it. A I'll, lot of, there's a lot of stories going on in my head. But yeah, it's. I think it's. I. I. I think it's overrated. I think. I don't think. I think Ms. Marvel is great. I think some yeah, of what the, are the standouts. Like, I like the Guardian of the Galaxy ones. They're like so mm-hmm. weird, but like yeah, colorful really fun. and fun. Yeah. I think that Iron Man one was kind of racist. Not kind of. Mm. It was racist. Yeah, like, very racist. It, it was they used like this Taliban version. I thought yeah, that, it was like, like set within the war on terror. Like the war on yeah. terror, we all we all get it. We like the war on terror, yeah. right? Everyone yeah. and this guy's like kind of like these yeah. guys are in caves, right? So like so Steve awful. Jobs, cool, right? <laughs> Terrorism, <laughs> bad. So that's what we got here. That's a, that's where we're working from. And it was really yeah. wild to go from watching Ms. Marvel, which has a very like you know, <laughs> right, pro-Muslim. Right storyline to go into Iron Man, which was like very anti-Muslim. I was like, how is this the origin of this? And then like, I thought it got like, there became more female characters as we moved along, but like the first phase definitely didn't have strong female characters. I don't know. I have a lot of things to say about this because this is all I've been watching for like two months. How did you, did you purely just out of like curiosity, you're like, okay, let me just see the totality of it all of this cinematic universe. Yeah, because I was very anti-superhero movies because they were all white cast usually. And I knew that they would always cast people of color as like nemesis and villains. And I was like, I don't want a part of that. So then I started watching the Marvel series with Black Panther and Shang-Chi and then Ms. Right, Marvel. Right, right. I was like, hey, these aren't that bad. These are pretty good. Like, maybe yeah. it can't it can't be that bad. The, I was right all along. Those were bad. <laughs> You're like, oh, the <laughs> earlier stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the albums will hit different. Now I feel like prepared to talk about it. Now I can talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the usually people come on there like Marvel movies, I don't know, superheroes, whatever. Like that's the that's the depth of the research that they've put in. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, I've literally watched every single one of these movies. Am, I've watched all of them. I am binging it mm-hmm. for the, I mean, I also don't have a day job right now, so I feel like this is like a good use of my time. It's fun. I barely, I've seen like a fraction of them for, kind of for the same reason. I, I'm just sort of like, I only really like very specific superheroes sometimes. So I'm like, okay, if it's not that, I'm not really interested. And it's funny because that like Avenger series just became so ubiquitous in like popular yeah. culture that like you had to know certain things that were referenced from the Avengers films that I have seen the Thanos snap scene like memed in like 600 different ways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And have now no I know context. this reference. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, but I mean, I knew what it was, but I've seen like this scene where people just be like, okay, this person, okay, so uh, uh, Captain America is this basketball team. And then this is the GM. Right. And then these are all yeah. the players that they got rid of over one summer. And I'm like, yeah. oh, 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 okay. <laughs> but other than that, no emotional depth or context to any None. of it. I'm like, okay, no. I, I, yeah. I see what happened there. Yeah, it sounded like man. you had a crush on a superhero, by the way, Miles. You were like, I just like a certain superhero <laughs> some of the like time. Certain, like, I don't know if you know them, but like, <laughs> does does Logan have a crush on me? <laughs> oh, man, yeah, X-Men. I'm just all, I'm completely, I've, I've been X-Men out of my mind. Have you guys watched the Ms. Marvel series yet? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't seen any of the, anything from the Disney Plus. Highly recommend it. 
Yeah, I heard it ended kind of propaganda ish, and that's it that, did that end a, a bit propaganda ish. But I think, yeah, I mean, you can't really be a Marvel movie without it being propaganda, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's yeah. not like yeah, we're not unlike have, like, the rest of the Marvel movies. <laughs> right. It's like this fall to Disney Plus, Lady A Cab. And, and then, oh, like, there's, shit. like, a lot of hate from the Muslim community because they don't like the jinn narrative. And jinns are, in Islam, are, like, this fourth being. I don't know. I mm. thought, I think it was just, like, really interesting to contrast that with, like, the Thor narrative, which I right. don't really understand where Thor came from because Thor is not a superhero. Thor is a mythical, like, god. And then all right. of a sudden they threw that in. I don't know. All of this, like, it definitely does not make a lot of sense to me. And I watch them all so <laughs> right it's a, it's a Rorschach the Tom right. Holland spider spidersman I haven't watched those yet I guess those aren't necessarily Marvel right they're or they are well, they ish. are yeah they it's are because, it's right. more about the Sony and yeah right you know, bring Fox, Sony like, yeah how they were bringing siloed. it all back together yeah, yeah. but yeah I don't know man I I'm I I used to be able to get on board. I really enjoyed the first Avengers, like when they brought them all together. I thought they did a good job. I really liked the Guardians of the Galaxy, but like I watched that most recent Spider Man, where like they all come, they all like ma- mash all the Spider Men up, and the most recent. I'm a, I'm more of a fan of multiverses, and the multiverse of madness and the latest Spider Man were both like they just felt very flat. Like all the no, all the criticisms yeah. that like people level at those movies, it's just like I feel like I'm watching a TV show, kind of yeah on on a big screen. And then at yeah. Comic Con, they announced that they were gonna, you know, they have this Marvel universe planned for like the next like decade. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I don't know how you're gonna keep up with all these characters. Right. It'll it'll dwindle, and then they're gonna realize that they they should have invested in original ideas in the long run because. Like, right, you know, like we're looking at these other films that come out and like things that are like everything, everywhere, all at once. And like this is one of the best things I've ever seen. That was so good. It does feel like every everything else is dwindling, and Marvel movies continue to be the like just so successful. It's crazy. Yeah, like that. So much money. That last Doctor Strange movie is like one of the most successful movies of the past couple of years, and man, it is pretty. Uh, pretty like there, there's just all it's like some cool things strung together with a lot of just like portals and like you know cgi electricity and all the shit that i'm just like this is if you just asked me to like daydream a marvel movie this is like what would i would come up with like it doesn't feel that inspired i'm i'm not there yet i, I i'm on wandavision right now oh, so. okay. well you have a lot to look forward to what yeah. is something uh you think is underrated I, I had a protest sign ripped up this weekend. Mm. There oh, was... yeah, I saw you post a clip of some real angry person. Sna- was that <laughs> an angry uncle? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't end up going to the protest. So um, there is a rise, like in America, where we are experiencing a rise in fascism. India is also experiencing a rise in fascism. And mm-hmm. their attacks there are against mus- the Muslim community. So uh, a bunch of us created, in the L.A. South Asian community, we created protest signs and we were going to do a very Gandhi like silent walk through uh, India Independence Day event to highlight the atrocities that are happening. And we got attacked and and then no one like liked my tweet about it. And it's not getting the kind of attention we want it to get. And I think that's a little very upsetting to me. I mean, generally like fascism in India, India is upsetting, but I think the fact that people in 
California and in Southern California, where we are allegedly very progressive on these issues, that there are uncles that are attacking young people holding protest signs. Yeah. Some some things like people do not like you bring old prejudices with you yeah. to a new place, which is very common, I think, with like diasporic communities, you know. And yeah, like watching like, you know, just seeing how things are playing out with India, like of like bulldozing people's property because they're saying they're like anti-government protesters. But if you're Muslim, then you're almost guaranteed to have your shit bulldozed while other like it's almost like targeting very specific anti-government protesters. You know, what's Uh, so wild about that is the in New Jersey, the India Independence Day event, they rolled out a bulldozer and put like Modi's face on the bulldozer to kind of like, you know, show their power. Which is right. wild that they're like this bull- bulldozer is turned into a symbol of, you know, oppression. Yeah, 100 percent. And like a, a mon- physical monstrosity that has the power to disappear your, you know, the, the vanquished, your enemy. Yeah. yeah. And a very I mean, yeah, it's it's wild how things play out in a very similar way across the world. Yeah. But yeah, like it seems very just out in the open there. Like there are it's it's like part of the national like poli- domestic policy now. Yeah. I mean, Modi was banned from the U.S. for a decade. When Obama was off in office, Modi tried to come here and he wasn't approved. But after Modi became the prime minister of India, the U.S. had to let him back into the U.S. And it was because Modi was involved with this program that was happening in his state of Ahmedabad, where um, Muslims were attacked and killed in this, like, ridiculous, you know, genocide. Right. Yeah. So there was a woman that was raped and her child was murdered and there were 11 men that were arrested from that event in 2002 the the men were just released from prison so 2002 that's what 20 years and uh they were like welcomed with sweets and that i mean this is what all these articles are saying that these all these articles are saying that he was like welcomed with the the people that were in jail were welcomed and like you know heralded in the community and it's just awful to see this kind of like turn of events in such a rapid decay of like 20 years mm-hmm. i hope that makes sense yeah nope. it absolutely yeah. makes sense i mean the the worldwide move towards fascism is i i was on my uh time off i was you know reading and like listening to stuff about that and i i read a good point that like fascism is basically what capitalism does when when capitalism fails and the common sense next move would be like a leftward movement like yeah. then fascism is capitalism's self-defense tactic and because we're yeah. facing like a failure of capitalism like global capitalism after the 2008 crisis and crash and what would have been a depression if they hadn't just like put artificial things in to kind of prop up the system totally. and now now the logical thing is like a leftward movement and socialism and like a move towards socialism. And the way that capitalism always responds to that is with fascism. And that's, that's just what we're seeing. Well, yeah. Cause that the message of it is don't fucking share. Yeah. yeah. Capitalism. Right. So when that system fails, they're not going to fucking be like, Oh, may- maybe we need to share to get out of this one. It's right. now going to be like, well, I ain't sharing. And guess what? To make sure I don't have to share, that means these people got to be the fucking enemy. 
Yeah. Yeah. And now we got to fuck it. And that's the reason why you don't have shit. And it, the same fucking pattern plays out constantly. But I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's hard to, to figure out at what point, you know, the, the message becomes a little bit clearer. It seems like with younger people and more and more because they are experience a lack uh, a little more vividly than older people are like, yeah, yeah. I don't see how that helps me at all. Right. You look at who's in power and it's nobody with the idea of sharing anything. But I also feel like young people are also getting the right wing messaging of media, too. Oh, yeah. I think I think like, you know, 20 years ago, we didn't have like people learning politics on TikTok. And now we have people learning very things that should they should be spending more time than like a 30 second TikTok learning learning. Yeah. There was a right. post about like a teacher talking about like, uh, are y'all seeing kids like quote this guy, Andrew Tate? Oh, who's no. Huge on TikTok. And he's this ridiculous misogynist fucking tool bag guy who's just like, here's the thing about women. You know, like everything's like that. And like you have middle school kids saying stuff like, oh, women should be doing this. Men should be doing this. That's women's work. And it's just very casual because you're on TikTok. And if you're like, I like these three things you know, um, algorithm very quickly. He's like, well, a lot of people are fucking with this dude who's telling all kinds of weird incel myths to kids. Yeah. Uh, And it's wild too, like how, you know, in earlier times, our access to that kind of shit wasn't as easy. Like you had to know people and it was put in front of you because the only shit I was getting socialized by was like MTV and BET. Right. Whereas now it's like, you got that and your fucking doom device which can either put you on a path to something good or maybe informational or just completely be like okay man you're gonna get fucking talk pilled yeah. real yeah. quick yeah we're not gonna just be able to sit back and be like well the younger generation gets it so they'll move past the younger generation is going to have more sophisticated fascism that's like, why you will see uh daily zeitgeist <laughs> on roblox you know what I mean? We got to go to where the kids are at. I mean, let them know. Truly, you don't want to be no fascist, y'all. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm serious. We might have to go. We might have to meet the yeah. kids. If they're hearing yeah, Andrew yeah. Tate, I'd be like, yo, you 12? I got some, I got advice for you, young homie. Does that mean we have <laughs> to start TikToks? Do we have to start TikToks now? I just I don't want probably. to. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, like, how some people, like, have, like, Adam Khan over from Adam Ruins Everything. Like, he has a, like, he's totally doing well on TikTok because he's, like, oh, his, good. Whole, his whole yeah. vibe is, like, hey, I speak quick, I speak concisely, and I'm saying something yeah. good. And, you know, he's sense. not out here being, like, females right. think this way because <laughs> they've been programmed to believe, like, oh, shit. No. Oh, man. I'm glad Adam's doing well on TikTok. That gives me a little hope. A lot of people do. Yeah. Hey, everybody, go go find your bliss on TikTok. Just stay away from the toxic bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking Health Aid Kombucha. I'm on the booch. 
you guys. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth, warm in the tum-tum is not their slogan. Yet, uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, You'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. The future of customer experience is here, and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX-1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX-1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX-1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX-1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. And we're back. And in terms of like the content, like nobody knows exactly why Trump had the documents that he had, but there's like a lot of smoke suggesting that it's this one thing. And like the mainstream media doesn't really cover it that much. Like there was this, there's this Maggie Haberman piece at the end of last week that like completely downplays the sinister implication of this president in particular having nuclear secrets at his house. Like, instead, it frames it all as just like, you know, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's a goof. Like, right. it's like it's like a like the genre of reality is like a like screwball, con like King Ralph. 
where like the guy's just like, ah, I'm just an ordinary guy who's now president. What are you going to do? And it also like I can read a Maggie Haberman article and be like, I could see how someone would read this and be like root for Trump because he's like struggling against this like Byzantine bureaucracy. And yeah, he's just she just really humanizes him. That's, as, well, that's like, the trade off with her. Right. You know, you know, she gets the proximity in the in the quotes because she's never going to go full objective reality mm, on him. Yeah. With it, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's like, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, okay, well, yeah, you're getting a lot of scoops, but you're also going to be like, I mean, what is, you know, it could have just been a a big goof up for all right. we know. A big goof up. But so there are plenty of scenarios that would be pretty terrifying that aren't getting a ton of attention. But I think the Saudi connection is probably the scariest. Like Saudi Arabia having nuclear weapons is pretty scary for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. And it does seem like it's it would be the place to look, right? Like that. So some things that I think we've alluded to, but it's probably worth having in one place. Jared Kushner recently got so he Kushner always was pressing hard for pro Saudi policies and, you know, pushing really hard for MBS even when it was wildly unpopular, even like in the immediate aftermath of the Hashogji murder and like super unclear how it benefited the U.S., like the policies he was pushing for. We never really learned why he couldn't get security clearance. Well, Jerry Kushner recently, like in the last six months, got a $2 billion investment from basically MBS himself. Like that, mm-hmm. it's that transparent. The board of MBS's $620 billion public investment fund issued a bunch. Well, so the board like did an investigation into Jared Kushner's like fake company. And they were like, we definitely shouldn't invest in them. It's the, not a company. Yeah, it's not a company. The quote unquote management is wildly inexperienced. This would <laughs> represent like most of the money that this quote company has like is just it's just basically a front for us to give them money and our due diligence received revealed this company to be quote unsatisfactory in all aspects and they wait also, so that was Kashogi's board that was saying this about no sorry mbs's board mbs's board mbs's board was saying this about kushner's company who was kushner's company's like hey could you invest some money in this company I just made up at the beginning of this sentence. I just literally just thought of it. Could you give me $2 billion? And so MBS is bored. You know, the people who are professionals who look into this sort of thing were like, this is not a company. They're inexperienced. They are unsatisfactory in all aspects that a company is supposed to be at the very least satisfactory at if you're going to invest any money in it, let alone $2 billion. They're charging us like made up huge fees without explanation. And two days after the board put this report together, MBS was like, yeah, here's $2 billion. Just gave gave him $2 billion. So nobody's like even trying to explain any of it. It's just, yeah. But it goes the Saudis, which is essentially like a crime family, like at this stage, like, I mean, we saw how they deal with people who are critical of them are just 
like funneling money to Trump's family without explanation and funneling $2 billion. And they are in the market for nuclear secrets. And that is what we found at Trump's. That's what the FBI found at Trump's place. Right. Like it's it's I mean, not the like, connection. You, you could have seen it from even before. We, we've known for a while that Mohammed bin Salman and Jared Kushner have been talking for ages. Yeah. You know, like they've always they've had each other's backs, like the six, six, six Fifth Avenue building that needed money. If you remember, his dad went to the people of Qatar. He was like, hey, man, let me get some money for this. And when that didn't wow. fall through, there was a fucking blockade. Right. Yeah. From Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. And and then Jared Kushner's like, damn, that's wild, man. I might be able to talk to them. Right. And then yeah. they get then the fund. Then they're, then that building is funded. It's I mean, really, I'm, it's it's been so out in the open from the beginning. And like, so yeah. at that time, you're like, well, what's the tat? We see the tit, but what are they getting back? And we aren't, I mean, you can obviously tell in certain aspects the U.S. just looked the other way. It's like, oh, you, human rights violations and war crimes in Yemen? Yeah, man, whatever, man. Well, I mean, the U.S. also is, you know, a huge, it's not just the U.S. looking the other way with the human rights violations in Yemen. The U.S. Yeah. is like giving like, here's the, weapons here's the weapons for it to yeah. do war crimes in Yemen. Like it's it's truly just like fucking vile, evil hu- war, crimes against humanity that the U.S. is just I mean, the U.S. has always been willing and including the mainstream media has always been willing to be like. 9-11 was, you know, I mean, we're not going to, like, say any one nation's name in relation to the country where all the hijackers came from. We are going to allow you to go to war with Iraq and kill millions yep. of people over it. But we're not going to let you say Saudi Arabia, even though that's where most of the mm, hijackers came from. We're not going to allow that because that's painting with too broad a brush. Yeah, it's yeah. But it. it like the the Trump shit is just straight up grab. It's just one crime family doing deals with another crime family. And, you know, back in 2019, House Democrats found out they were already trying to do this shit. A report from House Democrats revealed disturbing new details about a secretive effort by top Trump administration officials to sell sensitive nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia. And it's just Again, it's all the stuff that we missed because it was just flooded out by other zone flooding shit, you know, like yeah. the, the stuff that Bannon was just like, yeah, flood the zone with shit. Nobody will have time to pay attention to any of this, but it's really a bad, it, it makes the world bad in a way that is almost incalculable for Saudi Arabia to have nuclear weapons. Wait, so we're assuming that Saudi Arabia doesn't have nuclear weapons? No, yeah, they don't. They're working on it. So this is, so this, I just kind of assume Saudi did have nuclear weapons. I'm sure, that, like they don't have a program. They don't have like an official like they they're not a nuclear power, essentially. Publicly. And yeah, they've they're always like, look, we don't have WMDs. We would love them though. Right, right. It's kind of like what the vibe, like this, the sort of stance is. So you always know it's like you know who you know who you know who would want if you want to fence those nuclear documents. There, there's a willing buyer somewhere. But you know, I think it's again, it's just wild to see that this is all 
just part of how the American political system just manifested at a certain point where it's yeah. like, yep, it's it's the thing is so fucking rotten. Eventually, you're just going to get someone in there who's like, yeah, man, you want to buy this shit? I don't give a fuck. I yeah. really don't care about anything yeah. but myself. And if the fucking world ends, who gives a shit? Like, right. I don't. My world's not going to end. But yeah, no, a lot, exactly. lot of you guys is. Yeah. But it's it gets, like we talk about with like climate and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, it's not going to. It's not going to kill billionaires. Billionaires are going to be able to get away from it for the most part. Like it's going to it's just going to make life unlivable for the vast majority of the planet. And then they'll, you know, have their arc or whatever. But it's also like I I remember this at this point, just seeing a headline that like Apple was no longer the world's most valuable company. And it was Saudi Aramco was Oh yeah. my god. Who had taken who had taken over. And that was like earlier this year. So it's just like they're wow. they're so well like just they that that's the reason that it's not that the headlines aren't out there, that it, that like everybody's not up in arms and being like, This basically this crime family now is going to turn themselves into a nuclear power because of like just playing Trump like a fiddle. But the the re like you can't talk shit about Saudi Arabia in the mainstream media, essentially. So many. Places. What happened to the Trump Russian connection, though? How does that fit into this? I think anybody can manipulate him because he's a pathological narcissist. Well, I think That's the true. things of value that, again, like when you look at the documents and what thing, what what would be valuable to what despotic state is, you know, they they talked about potentially if there were things that were talking about who what kind of sources they had in Russia, like intelligence sources. That's right. probably pretty valuable to the Russians yeah. for like a counter espionage thing. They're like, yeah, make. Oh, that's ri- Thank you. Who's on the CIA's payroll over here? You right. have that on a list. How much you want for that? That's true. Yeah. You know, so there's always that's why, like, it's, it's so hard to know what what potential like fucking threat is is going to come about from all of this and to whom but you know there's there's plenty there's plenty there to think of like oh well when you put together the things like trump always wanted to keep certain documents jared kushner asked for more classified documents than like most people remembered from like the intelligence community like someone with that like we've never had somebody ask for more and more stuff than him yeah and then eventually he lost his clearance because they're like dude this guy's fucking not above like we can't trust anything about them so there's so much there to just see like man you it could be fucking anything you know what i mean it's like at this point i would yeah. believe that trump's like we have this alien technology that right. i just shared with them yeah. a really cool ship or like whatever and i'm like that shit that might be possible too i don't fucking know historically the con so there's this vice article about this and they were pointing out like historically the consequences for stealing nuclear secrets in america are pretty dire Early yeah. Trump lawyer and mentor Roy Cohn made his career by prosecuting Julius and Ethel Rosenberg, who you may have heard of for uh, they were convicted of stealing nuclear secrets and passing them to the Soviet Union. Cohn won that case and the Rosenbergs were executed in the electric chair. So wow. that like I that that's why my like instinct is that it's probably Saudi Arabia, because he would probably the U.S. would let him get away with that because that that's the sort of country that the US is okay with you sliding nuclear secrets to as opposed to Russia. Russia they they don't fuck around with. And it, so. could you imagine it's Russia? If it's Russia, <laughs> you still just like, hey, 
Had to hit up my boy Vladimir. I don't know, man. <laughs> They're also pretty good on the nukes, right? Pick on a the... dark timeline, you know. Right. Yeah. And just roll the dice and we'll see where we end up in a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking Health Aid Kombucha. I'm on the booch, you guys. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth. Warming the tum-tum is not their slogan yet. Uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. This episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, You'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. The future of customer experience is here, and it's faster and better than ever before. It's time to introduce your business or organization to Nice CX1, the world's most complete customer experience cloud platform. CX1 is the ultimate all-in-one solution to turbocharge your CX results so you can say goodbye to long wait times and frustrated customers. With CX1, you can achieve faster customer resolutions with every interaction, all thanks to the power of one complete cloud platform. It's now easier than ever for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences, all while hitting those key business metrics. Whether you're a startup or an established enterprise, Nice CX1 has everything you need to engage customers, deliver smart self-service, and optimize agent-assisted service. When you choose Nice, you get unlimited cloud scalability and flexibility. So visit nice.com today 
and take your customers and business into the future. That's nice.com. And we're back. And it's just... (laughs) (laughs) I love the exasperation in your voice. It's just... It's, well, there's a new, like, level. They've reached a new frequency of, like, panic and dissonance, like, cognitive dissonance. And, like, Tucker Carlson is, like, laughing at a new frequency that I've not heard a human laugh at before. (laughs) Like, it's all... It's all just a, a weird kind of surreal, like Tim and Eric sketch yeah, at this point. Real. Yeah. And at this point, Spaghetti might as well be Trump's fucking lawyer uh, right. in court because that's about as effective as his legal team is at the moment. So last Thursday was an interesting moment in the courts over the Mar-a-Lago raid search warrant affidavit. They're like, un- everyone's been like, unseal the affidavit so we can see what was so bad that we that they had to raid the former president's house? Everybody's been saying this, and especially in Trump yeah. world. That's like Trump's tactic, right? Now, you got to unseal it, and I'll, I'll, I won't get in the way. And we're like, oh, okay. Uh, at this at this hearing on Thursday, the feds argued that it would be a fucking disaster to unseal this shit because it's still an ongoing investigation. We don't need to expose any like methods of our like investigative tactics, informants that we may have. Or also just in general, to have that out there, put a chill on any potential witnesses or witnesses they already do have uh, that are agreeing to cooperate. So they're like, yeah, that that won't help fucking anybody. And the, the a judge was like, OK, OK, I see that. Oh, how about this? You come back next Thursday, bring your homework with all your redactions. We'll go through the redactions and tell me why we would want to redact this. And then we'll take it from there. And then maybe we'll release that version. The Trump lawyers were there. And did they get in there and start tearing the fucking walls down because this needs to be unsealed and the people need to know the truth? Nope. They did (laughs) fuck all because his insurance lawyer, Christina Bob from Newsmax or wherever the fuck she came from, was in court. And according to onlookers and court observers, they described her as, quote, just sat and watched. No (laughs) motions filed. No arguments made. Just sat there. And Mm. she was like, yeah, I'm just here to see what see how it plays out it's like you're the fucking lawyer representing him yeah. you're not gonna file anything you got nothing to say about this because you bef- like again is it uchi wally or is it one mike because before you were like unseal everything and now you're over here mum. so she said nothing in court but then goes on laura ingram's show and laura ingram was especially confused by what she did or did not do in the court to the point where she was like lightly asking she's like Hey, Ma, um, do you know, like, what the fuck you're actually doing, like, mm-hmm. at all? Do you, like, in court? Uh, and so this is this interaction where Laura Ingram is thoroughly fucking confused by her lack of any action. Very interesting and somewhat encouraging that you had parties from both sides of the aisle. Of course, liberal media outlets coupled with uh, a conservative watchdog group really together on the same side. And so we were curious to see how that played out, of course, you know, reserving our rights to try something else in the future if we want to. But we, we really just chose to see how it would play out. Well, I, know, I understand that you chose to do that, but I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, are you not concerned that because you didn't join any of these motions for, again, the full release of this affidavit, that you're then waiving possible objections 
to the way redactions are being done by the Justice <laughs> Department later on. Because you're, you didn't well, speak in court mean... today, nor did you join any of these motions. They're going to redact all this stuff. And I'm not sure what grounds you're going to have at this point, having waived your right to file those motions. I'm so, I, I like how Laura Ingram's playing lawyer coach here right now. Right. Totally. Fully but, like, are you sure? Wait, what did she say to that? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Is she what? like, uh, well, what What was that last thing, though, that you said, though? Like, <laughs> she, she's going to go on because Christina Bob's like, oh, that I would. I, I, I can't reserve the, my right to possible objections. Oh, 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 so here's Christina Bob's answer to that question from Laura Ingram. Well, we would maintain that we haven't waived our right and that that, that still is maintained. Uh, you know, we need to huh? wait and see. I, I can't be certain at this point because we haven't seen the affidavit and we what? certainly haven't seen the redactions and how it's going to play out. But, um, huh? you know, we'll be making that decision as it comes out. We, you know, we, we got to see it. We haven't seen it. It, it has been under seal. So uh, I, I don't know. We can't say. OK, that mm. was she did 20 seconds. I've never seen somebody extend. I don't know. into a 20 We second don't run know. Yeah. All those well, stutters. Is, like, I don't I think just, we have waived the right. That's not how that you know, that's you can't Michael Scott your way through a fucking trial. Like, like <laughs> I believe I never waived that. Right. <laughs> Therefore, they're like, uh, OK. And also, you know, the affidavit could come out. We'll see what the affidavit. It could be redacted. Maybe it's not redacted. I don't know. We'll see what happens. The whole bottom line is we got to see the affidavit. Then we can. What is an affidavit? Even? But like, you know what I mean? Is it before David or is this an after David mint? Is this an after dinner mint? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, all that to say, Laura, I don't know. Like what? So a lot of people are a little bit like, oh, this is uh -oh. fucking weird. I mean, I think Laura Ingram, she's like, you know, we want the whole thing out there because maybe we can really see all the FBI agents names. Then we can see maybe who the fucking informant is and we can do a yeah. lot of weird, wacky shit with that information, even though all the charges may completely be something very hard to spin, even though they do their best. But this is very much like January 6th, right? They have they have no real legal arguments. So they're out there being like, release the Kraken. We will file all these lawsuits in court to dispute these fake fucking these Democrat fraud votes and shit. But then when they get to court. Right. Smoke free. Yes. Yeah. They know their arguments will get them disbarred. You know, like people like Sidney Powell and Rudy, they're like, bro, you came in here with, on some absolute nonsense and argued that in court. Bannon was like, get ready for the trial of the century. I'm going to bring fire and bring. Uh, yes, Your Honor. Uh, I'm yes, sorry. Your Honor. No, no. no. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, no all right. The defense. The defense is asleep. Thank you so much, <laughs> my honor. Just let's just get to the sentencing We don't just phase. rest. We are in a coma. Yes. Yeah. So they keep they keep their mouth shut. And luckily for them, they can go on TV and be like, we have we need transparency. Because the base knows really not a lot about legal procedure. If they did, they probably would have heard that Christina Bob did nothing. And they're like, well, what is there a legal? What, what does that mean? Because they're they're like like the base is like me when I was eight years old. Like they'll believe anything a lawyer says on TV, much the way yeah. if a teenager told me shit when I was eight years old. I'm like, that's truth. That's truth. <laughs> that kid is 14. And he told me this terrible lie. But that is the truth. Like it's just sort of the same no analysis, no critical thought. Just like, yeah, that's great. Cause it's, and now they get to play the fucking part of they're hiding something. We need the truth. It's all very vile and despicable. We all say it's fetch. That's, that's actually what we say is cool. A 14 year old told me that they said the, like a thing that 
is cool to say is like we say this this uh shirt is fetch and he yeah, would lie to me because he's my best friend right exactly that's what they said in clueless or mean girl mean right? girls mean girls. A, mean girls mean girls yeah oh, okay why why did she agree to be on the show though like if she wasn't that's like a career path like yeah. that's like the playbook is you get a job with trump and then you go on newsmax and fox news get a little facetime that uh, that elevates your like follower count, and then you right. just grit. It's not about full-time. what comes out of your mouth. No, not at all. It's just about getting that FaceTime on the show. Once you get in and you have that, like you've been anointed as Trump adjacent or like worked with Trump, you could grift off that shit for the next six years. So many people are doing that. Yeah. You go to all these weird fucking Ultimate CPAC scam. events and shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's more nonsense no policy and like let's just bring in christo fascism but on newsmax though there is something that is kind of funny which kind of goes along with how ill-informed and just kind of like not professional (laughs) fucking everyone is on newsmax like the anchors and even trump's other lawyer can't get the judge's fucking name right the federal judge in this in over in this hearing his name is lance reinhardt dope name what do you think they're calling him. Where do you think it stands? And by the way, what do you think about having Judge Reinhold overseeing this? Judge, I'm sorry, who? Judge Reinhold? Wait, the oh, 80s. <laughs> one more time. Attorneys. Um, as far as Judge Reinhold, I oh. still have this burning question as to. Okay, okay, maybe one more. Maybe someone else will get it right on Newsmax. That person was in that affidavit, which you stated did go to Judge Reinhold here in South Florida. Judge Reinhold is stuck in the fucking <laughs> 80s, man. Judge Reinhold, the actor from Fast Times who jerks off to Phoebe Cates. Yes. Or Beverly Hills Cop. Or Judge Reinhold, if you remember from Arrested Development, that was like a whole pun about Judge Reinhold. And like, it was like, whatever the fuck. So it's, it's just, his own lawyers don't even know the name. Like they're, they're getting mixed up with a guy, an 80s actor. Right. That's awesome. So. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, part of me is like, damn, this shit is bad. But I just, I'm like, now, where does it all lead? Because at the end of the day, that search warrant and all that raid doesn't mean indictments are coming down in three seconds or anything like that. I mean, if we saw anything from many other investigations that have played out since the Trump administration, it takes a long time to get to that next point. So who knows what happens in that space between? We don't know. But yeah, we don't know. But we will learn more when they unseal the affidavit, right? Or before David or after David? I forget. BD. ADD. After AD. David. AD. After David. After AD. Yeah. After David. That's what they're probably going to say. The after David. They're like, <laughs> they need to release the after David. because The thing is, this is also a bad move because I have a feeling if they redact certain things, there may be enough still for this to look worse. And the bottom line is the Trump lawyers are maybe like, please don't unseal that shit. Well, that's what I think that's what Laura Ingram was saying is like, if you just let them do that and you haven't like voiced any like opposition, I don't know the legal shit, but like, it seems like she's saying like, you need to get in there and say like, you object now so that it's not just like released without you. I think I've, I think we've still reserved our right, actually. What? (laughs) How? (laughs) Because I did. Check my uh my open Check the table apps. You didn't my open say a app. damn. Th- I just control F A the the whole transcript. You didn't. You are not control. You, <laughs> you don't appear <laughs> on the whole damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. So 
it's 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 a hard hand to play. But again, this is why, you know, Trump doesn't have fucking lawyers right now. Mm. And he has somebody who's just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just here to check it out. Just here for the vibes in the courtroom. Yeah. So wait, what what's the next step then? What what is going to happen now? Thursday. Where, where are we at? This Thursday, the feds will come back with the redactions that they're like, these are the things we just okay. Show every show them everything but this shit that we redacted. We're fine with that, but fucking nothing else. And then the judge will you know thumbs up or down that. And so it may it may be out in the public as early as Thursday, in which case we'll probably get another round of like the thing is my dad. He right. he sold it to better America, those nuclear secrets. You know, he's going to bring it down from the inside. Did you see Donald Trump Jr.? I did not see that. I mean, I I've seen avoid... him high before, but this was truly next level. It warms my heart. You know what? Let's, just for good measure. Let's just let's just let's just hear old Donnie <laughs> swing for the fences with his very passion. Uh, please. Let me, let's, I'm just going to cut to a random spot in it. To show up this way. You know why? Look how high they're he there is. to intimidate you. Look at his eyes. His eyes are like closed. Like We've been seeing them be oh, for the yes. last few years, folks. And for all the Democrat talk about Republicans being fascist. Does he have Invisaligns in or are those like veneers? I think he got veneers. Oh, yeah. He got yeah. new teeth and He's his got eyes. That, like, lisp. Yeah. 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 He's yeah, got the fake big. teeth. But but you can't fake those eyes. That only comes with uh, with yeah. just a a sandbox. Of you couldn't even use the shit from the Clockwork Orange like Ludovico shit to keep your eyelids open. He would still be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his eyes would still turn to like little pinholes. Damn. And he Ooh. thought that was okay to do. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're used to talking to a, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like a stand up who has like a really uh, charitable audience. And like they're just so fucked up with their fans, and they're like, "Yeah, it's great." And someone who's not a fan is like, "Yo, this is a tragedy, folks." Yeah, y'all are, y'all are cheering. For this. this dude is dying up there. They're like, "He's great, man. He's on fire tonight." Literally, someone put him out. <laughs> <laughs> caught fire up there. Don caught fire up there. Don. Ah! Awesome. <laughs> it just feels like it's I, in that video. I could almost see him lift a sleeve into frame, just right. in flames. Like, ah, shit. Right. Uh, <laughs> His hands on fire. It's like, how did you catch fire, my man? That one video of him and Kimberly Guilfoyle, like backstage while Gloria is playing, Trump is watching the January 6th, like mob attack, mob, like start to, like, you know, attack the Capitol building. And she's like dancing, just like, just out, just flying so high. It's crazy. That's crazy. I think I'm just hating, man, because I'll never be that happy. I know. You know. They're they're really like on on a higher plane of existence. Yeah. It's called, called white fascism supremacy. and cocaine. Mm. Yeah. Do we think it's cocaine or do we think it's amphetamines? Because amphetamines are I think a strong outside option because that's what his dad's on. That is what fueled Hitler's rise. So it like amphetamines and fascism have always gone together hand in hand. True. But he he has real cokey vibes, like Co- Don Trump Jr. Like feel, I feel like he's. Well, I feel like you grew up in New York as a right. rich kid. They could probably yeah. make fun That's of you, true. like you doing greenies, bro. Really, right. <laughs> a veteran yeah. fool. Yeah, they're That's like, true. yeah, like I just did, I just did coke off of my dad's copy of the in- Declaration of Independence that he bought. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see when whenever he's busted with, <laughs> or not. 
Or, yeah, are they going to be busted? Or, I feel like they're no, just going to slide. Or, yeah, because that other timeline is he's going to be the fucking president too when they this, this becomes some fucking weird <laughs> autocratic <laughs> dynasty and shit. That's true. Yeah, that's probably like not that unlikely to be honest because fascism is the only thing that's mounting a opposition to standard status quo capitalism. So probably not that unlikely that we one day it, it it would be Ivanka but there could be like some literal backstabbing inside the family so we'll right. we'll see yeah. well this is this is what's fun about being in America you get to just like wait and see what happens in the season finale Taz truly a pleasure as always having you where can yeah. people find you follow you all that good stuff you can find me on Tazzy Star like Mazzy Star with a T do you know how many like of these Gen Z kids don't know who Mazzy Star is. I was going to ask, is that, still, <laughs> is that still hitting for people? It's, I, I mean, yeah. some people. I think it'll hit for uh, our people. Yeah. <laughs> but Tazzy Star. Hey, played that at my wedding. Yeah. Fade Pretty Into strong. You. Remix. Remix, of course. Have you heard that one? That one kind of goes. The Avenir remix to Fade Into You. I don't know which. Re- I, I have heard a Dad, remix. I need to listen to this. Real good. It's kind of, yeah, it, it gives it a different vibe. It feels a little more, uh, it's just cool. And is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? You know, what did I share with y'all? I shared this tweet about dating because I am still a single girl in L.A. And it's been making the rounds. It says that there's this article that came out from Psychology Today that says that there's a rise of lonely single men. And one of the key points is dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as healthy relationship standards increase, which I thought was really funny because it's very yeah. true. Yeah. That's crazy that that's just like a a given. They're like, and as we know. Well, right. This tweet has 180 likes right now. Damn. 180,000. 180, oh, 180,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's really, it's, uh, there, there was... When we talked about, I think Jack, you were out when you talked about the like the newest MAGA dating app too, and they Stop. were just talking about how like it's just so hard, like especially for men, blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, have you also seen these articles out there? Like people are less into just some dude like, hey, what's up, girl? Go over here, right? I don't know anything about anything, emotional needs or nothing. I'm a please raise me. What do you think's going on on these MAGA dating apps? I don't I think it's a lot of smoke and mirrors because none of them last. If I think if any of them were functioning, they would still exist here. Like there's there was Donald Daters that came out. That shit oh folded God. instantly. There was another one called Writer, R-I-G-H-T-E-R. Fucking not really here. And I think there it must be some this is clear like those those dating apps are clearly just like this thing for all of the like incel men who support Donald Trump that they're be like yeah and there's females here too y'all don't worry your, your your worldview isn't objectively repugnant to human beings right and then it sh- shuts down cuz no one's using it yep and then they can go right back to being like you know hating whoever the fuck it is for that day yeah Miles, where can people find you? What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, and also find me on the other podcasts. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Uh, and also 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra. 
let's see a tweet that I like. Uh, this is from Voices by Zane at Voices by Zane. Uh, tweeted in retrospect the villain of space jam 2 being an algorithm that wants to get rid of classic warner brothers animation is really funny <laughs> that is funny because <laughs> <laughs> they shit they keep taking shit away and you know what's fucked up especially about i i've i've talked about a few tweets about this is that the first shit that's on the block to get snuffed out is all the di- diverse content and it's oh, just, of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. you know what yeah, i mean yeah. and it's just regressing right back to being like let's protect the sort of our old way of thinking of this tired ass white content, white centric content will sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Because that's when you get to, you get decisions that are really centralized in like a handful of white executives decision-making. So that's, that's uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like all the DEI all stuff, all the people of color movies really came about because of all the protests that were happening. And now that the protesting right. has Calm down. They're like, hmm, no one's going to notice. Right. The, the famous uh, fucking fine green lightings. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you happy now? No. All right. Never happy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Carter Hambly tweeted, do the mailmen know about each other? <laughs> I think that's just a good question. <laughs> And sorry, there was one other. Oh, shout out to Travis Stockstill, Travis as Butcher on Twitter, Zeitgeist fan, said, letting my six-year-old watch Jaws, which I appreciate mm-hmm. because the, I, I'm looking for like support in my, cl- in my uh, aim to let my six-year-old watch Jaws because he's obsessed with sharks and only like five people get eaten on camera. Yeah, and then maybe maybe afraid to swim in a dark pool though. Yeah, and then he shared a video from TikTok that has the caption "My son's favorite part of Jaws," and it's the guy going. Oh, what kind? What kind of shark? Tiger shark. A what? That's the part that I was talking about the, the great oh, background what? performance by a guy going. But what kind of what kind of shark is? A tiger shark. A what? <laughs> that kid has good taste. Yeah. Great taste. Follow him at American Butcher on, mm. on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You, like, uh, you want to know about the butcher art. Yeah, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website dailyzeitgeist.com where we post our episodes and our footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as a song that we think you might enjoy Miles what song do we think people might enjoy this is a a fun group I found called Malfino M-A-L-P-H-I-N-O and they're a group of like international musicians like the Philippines Colombia the UK uh, like I think Scandinavia but they all have like this common love for like older Latin music, and they, they're the sort of thrust of the project is that they're the music is from this like made up place called Malfino, and but the vibes are very like it feels like a dream of like you're listening to like vintage Latin music and like they sort of record to tape, and it's just kind of fun. It's just really you know it's just nice nice stuff to have on uh, and it's upbeat. So this one is called the Sleep Tree. So check out Malfino. 
All right. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is yeah. going to do it for us this morning. Yep. We're back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. 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 Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Turbocharger customer experience results with nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Calm.